0: Hello everybody, what's happening, what's happening? It's been a week since I've been here and I am back, a very busy week Uh, We've gone from doing these what was daily to doing them every, we had hoped to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday Uh, And now at the minute it's weekly it's just insanely busy at the moment Uh, Making sure that the shop is safe secure and ready for visitors and helping to get the new showroom sorted Uh, so very quickly i want to thank everybody who keeps continuing to choose dj box as your supplier we appreciate your business and your support we are open back in store Uh, we have a 123 guideline 321 guideline policy in place Uh, so it's very simple, uh, one customer at a time in store, two meter social distancing, three ways to pay. You can pay us by cash card or bank transfer if you wanted to send us money before you called in and then just collect. So three ways to buy as well so you can call into us in the shop and buy you can click and collect call us from outside and load it into your vehicle for you or leave it at the door for you or we can ship nationwide with dpd Uh, dpd are back to within 48 hours shipping time seem to have reduced back to normal uh, with businesses opening and people being able to call into places and shop in person again so absolutely fantastic news so today i thought it would be fun to take a quick look at one of the most frequent things that we get messaged or called about it's not working so this might be lights or it might be a controller and um, it could be anything so more often than not when something doesn't work right we get i got this it's not working i own this it's not working it's not working it's something that we hear quite a bit so what i thought i would do is take two or three minutes very quickly to maybe go through some bits and pieces that are worth a look before you send the message or make the call or before you say it's not working we thought that we could maybe tell you some of those common things we find when we get something not working and then we make it work. So we'll do them in maybe two sections. First, we'll take a very quick look at lighting and then we'll take a very quick look at controllers. We'll go through them uh, bit by bit. We'll tell you what we find, how we sort it. Uh, And maybe you might find something in there uh, that is of use to you. So let's start with lights. So there's a couple of things that happen when people call us and say they have a light or a laser and it's not working. Mm -hmm. But there are also a couple of different issues that they might call us about. One of the most common is no power. So when someone calls us and says, I have a light, it's not working. First question we ask, are there any lights lighting up on the front or back? Does the menu, does the display light up? Or when you plug it in, does any light come out of the front of it? Really good indication as to whether we're dealing with a power issue or whether we might be dealing with a menu issue. So if it's a power issue, the things that we always tell customers to check. There's a 13 amp or a 5 amp plug in the plug top. Everyone knows about that one. So the first thing to do, check the fuse in the plug top. The piece that you put into the wall, check the fuse. Swap it out with one that you know is good and see does that work. If that doesn't work, there's a little sneaky fuse That few people ever know about or check. So, these come in a couple of different forms. So, in the case of a light that uses an IEC lead, a kettle lead, there's a fuse often built into the IEC socket. So, if you look at the IEC socket on a disco light, there's a small little slot just at the very, very bottom of the socket that you can put a small flathead screwdriver into and pop it out. In there, there's a fuse holder. There's Usually a glass fuse inside and when you hold it up to the light you will be able to see whether or not the wire inside is broken or intact. If it's broken the glass fuse is blown. And good news in the square part that is the back of the fuse holder there's often a a spare fuse hiding so you don't even need to go find one. So if your light is new and you've never changed that fuse before chances are you're going to find a fuse hiding in the fuse holder of the light. Change them out should get you sorted. So that's a sneaky little fuse that hides in the IEC socket of a lot of lights. A lot of people don't know that's there. And when we pop it open in the shop or we send them a message saying, have you tried this fuse? They go, ah, didn't even know that existed. So what I might do later on is I might put a picture up on our social channels of one of those open so you can get an idea of exactly what I'm talking about and you can see where, where it's at. So fuses, fuse in the plug top and of course the fuse in the socket. Some lights, not too many, might have the glass fuse in a small round, uh, screw-in fuse holder in the back of the light. So this would typically be the size of maybe the top of the lid of a pen, uh, and it's got a small little flathead slot. Twist it open, pop it out, same thing, have a look at the glass fuse inside, see if the wire inside is intact or not. That will give you a really good indication as to whether or not the fuse is blown. So that's another type of fuse holder that we find in lights, but it's not in too many, to be fair. Most of them are now built into the IEC socket. So fuses, always first port of call when no power. So if you have power and no light what might be wrong we have found that when people have power and no light it's generally a finger fault there's something in the menu or there's something uh, that has been set that doesn't work with the way you're using the light so we have found in some cases that if a light isn't set to be a master a lot of lights have master slave if the light isn't set to master mode you won't get any light out of the front of it so you have to go through the menus Get to the master-slave menu, set the light as a master, then turn it into sound-to-light mode, and you will get light. So the first thing to check in the menus is, is the light in hand set to master mode? Do you have it set up as a master? If it's not being a slave, and if it's standalone, or if it's the first light in a chain, it has to be set to master. So make sure that the light is set to a master. Once you have the light set to master mode, the next thing then to check is that you have it in auto mode or sound-to-light mode it into one of those modes will then allow you to have the light react to that mode so if it's in auto you should get light instantly and the light should start moving if it's in sound to light little tappy tappy on the side not too hard and then you should get light output. so set the light to be a master and then set the mode that you want auto mode sound to light mode be it what it may Uh, and that should see you get light out the front Uh, and then finally the most one of the most common we see is people may have had their lights dmxed and then they take the, the dmx controller away and they just want to use the master slave the light is still set to dmx mode and it's waiting for dmx commands from a controller that's not connected so if you are dmxing your lights and you take them out without the controller make sure to put them back into auto mode or master slave mode or whatever it is so there's a few little tidbits and some bits that we come across quite frequently when people say they have lights and they won't work so for power issues when your light is dead with no power always check the fuses and don't forget that sneaky little glass fuse in the back of the ic socket and then for power but no output make sure that the light is set to master make sure that it's in auto mode and make sure that it's in sound to light mode and that there's it's got a function set and then you should see light so they are the most common things that we see when dealing with issues around lights so very quickly, we'll have a look at controllers and what happens around controllers when people say, pardon me, just I have some little notes here that I've written to sort of keep me on track. So, when people say I have a controller, it's not working, what are the first things that we do? Software updates, always the first protocol. So, if your computer, be it Windows or be it OS X, has updated itself to the latest version of that operating system, it may be a case that you need to update the software your DJ software and the software in your controller to interact better with that operating system. So first thing we always tell people, update your software to the latest version and then update the firmware in your controller to the latest version. Try and keep everything on the latest versions. We know and we understand that some people don't like doing that. They're happy and content with what they have. It works and they're scared that they might upset the status quo. But if you carry out any other updates in your operating system, they that update alone may be enough to warrant upgrading or updating the software version of the Software you're using. So, if for example you're using Windows 8 and you upgrade to Windows 10, you should ideally update your Tractor Serato or box because in the latest updates for Tractor Serato and box there will be support for Windows 10. If you use Windows 10 and use an older version of the DJ software, there are chances that there'll be conflicts or there be issues there that haven't been ironed out. So, you should always try and run the latest builds, uh, not betas, never use a beta in a live situation. It's a test uh, environment. But you should always run the latest version of the performance software you're using, and then make sure that your controller is running the latest version of the firmware. So the firmware is the software in the controller that tells the controller how to interact with the software you're using. If you're using the latest version of the software, but an older version of the firmware, you may find that your controller acts erratically, doesn't respond the way you expect, or you're pushing buttons or twisting knobs and nothing's happening. Always make sure that you've updated the software, and then to follow that, update the firmware. Following on from the back of that, one of the things that we come across quite a bit is drivers have become uninstalled, missing, uh, uninstalled, AWOL, overwritten all these kinds of things so always make sure if you have your controller connected but when you move pots knobs and sliders nothing happens go to the manufacturers website download and install the latest driver Uh, it's absolutely worth doing so on all the product manufacturers pages they will have a page for the product you're using in that page there will be a support tab and in that support tab there will be drivers a lot of the more modern machines are class compliant especially in the two channel ranges things like Mixtrack pros and tractor s2s are class compliant so they don't need drivers But in a lot of instances, controllers still need drivers. So we'd always recommend that you make sure you have your driver installed before you go panicking and running around. Last thing to check, USB cables. USB cables get coiled and wrapped up at the end of each gig. Some are done carefully, some aren't done so carefully. If you're using the standard cable that comes with the controller, you've got to remember, they're mass-produced they're made for a relatively small amount of money i would guess it may be worth making sure you're carrying one or two spare usb cables in your bag i'm not telling you to go and buy a 30 euro i8 cable all i'm recommending is carry a spare usb cable in your bag we have seen instances where a five euro usb cable will cause a 1000 euro controller not to work it might be because it's been coiled um, badly it might be because it got wet it might be because it got stood on Always make sure you have spare USB cables in your bag. It can save a gig. And then finally, power and transformers. It's a tricky one. If a if a power supplier or transformer goes dead, um, it's it's the same as if a transformer or something goes dead in a mixer. It doesn't happen too frequently. We've seen it happen over the years, once or twice depending on the gig you're doing and where you're doing the likes of weddings and stuff it will be worth carrying some sort of backup mixer or controller uh, in your bag even if it's only a small two-channel to allow you to plug in an ipad and a microphone get you out of jail a yamaha MGO 6 140 150 euros an absolutely brilliant uh, option to keep in the bag if you're doing gigs and things like that um but power and traffos there's very little you can do on site when they fail. So it's either worth keeping a spare power supply, a spare IEC lid, or a spare backup controller or mixer. It's it's worth just remembering very quickly. There's two things that can kill a gig generally when things go wrong uh, with audio. The first is a dead mixer. Uh, and the second is a dead processor a lot of djs won't be running processors in their rigs anymore active rigs tend to be looped in and out with filters and stuff and all set up and optimized Uh, but a dead mixer will stop you in your tracks Uh, be that a dead controller or a dead mixer stop you dead in your tracks Uh, so it's worth keeping in mind that you can get a very small controller for 79 euros a new mark dj to go touch two, throw it in the bag have it ready and if the worst comes to the worst It will work with Serato and it will work with Virtual DJ, I'm sure, and it will keep you making noise, uh, so it's very important. We work in a technological and electronic world. We deal with technology. Uh, Technology isn't infallible. Sometimes, not often, it goes wrong. Uh, And you have to be prepared and you have to... It's how you react and prepare for that 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 sets you apart. Uh, So keep that in mind. Uh, Talking about technology, uh, DJ Algorithm have done something really cool today. So they've released something called Neural Mix. Uh, Neural Mix is available for iOS users uh, at the moment. And you must be operating iOS... 12 or higher so i think that covers a lot of the ipads i think has to be an arm chip so it will cover a lot of the ipads iphone xs's and others you can find details on their page what is neural mix neural mix will allow you in real time to isolate and control the levels for the vocals instruments and drums separately and independently from one track i've seen stems mentioned a lot today as people are discussing this it looks different to stems to me I've seen the screenshots and stuff. I haven't used it personally, but on the screenshots, you have three faders on each deck that will allow you to cover, to increase and decrease the volume of vocals, instruments, and drums in the track. It sounds awesome. So, very quickly looking at what Phil Morse had to say about it earlier, he says that it's impressive, it's very, very good, there's a small bit of bleed, but it's definitely enough to gig with. So... That's worth checking out. So get over and check out uh, DJ from Algorithm and check out Neural Mixing. Uh, That's about all from me on the chit-chat front. Uh, I want to very quickly remind you that in stock right now we have the Tractor S3. An amazing 399 euros. Uh, four channels of Tractor control. Uh, definitely worth checking out 399 with a tractor pro 3 license in the box. The S4 is in stock as well. We have the Denim Prime 2 and the and Prime 4 on the standalone front. Uh, we have the relu 2 and 4 channel controllers. Uh, we've Rain 12s. We have Pioneer DVJ 200s. Uh, lots and lots of stuff in stock. We have lighting if you're looking towards July and the reopenings, uh, or if you're maybe. Doing private events or marquees or stuff like that, or your booked for them, uh, we can help. So, we are still there. As I said at the start, we are still open, uh, we are still shipping. You can now come and see us. Uh, we are working in a reduced capacity. Uh, we've had to remove some of our demo stations just purely to make sure that we're not uh, transmitting or we're not leaving stuff in the shop that's been touched. Uh, we've just removed as best we can a lot of that kind of hardware uh, we understand it's not an ideal experience but it's not uh it, it's it's strange and uncertain times so we have to do our part so we hope you understand um but look if you're considering equipment www.djbox.ie 015329845 whatsapp 085121388 Uh, email twitter facebook snapchat linkedin and all the other social channels we are very, very easy to find. Uh, so there we go. I'm going to duck out. I think tonight brought, uh, I enjoyed tonight's one with a the, with the couple of things that if it's not working, what can you do? And uh, maybe we should have a look at maybe doing some more of those. I hope it brings some value. Go and check your IEC sockets. You'll find a little glass fuse and you'll be amazed you've never seen it before. Uh, and I'll share some pictures on our social channels. Uh, keep on washing your hands, looking after cough etiquette and doing all those things. And we'll keep hashtag doing the things. Stay safe and well, everybody. I'm going to see you all soon. Bye-bye. Mm.